Welcome to Off the Shelf with your host, Wayne Hastings. During more than 30 years in the publishing industry, Wayne has done it all. And in this podcast, he shares his wisdom with you. Now, here's Wayne Hastings. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Wayne Hastings Company podcast. I hope you're having a pleasant day wherever you may be. My name is Wayne Hastings, and my company's goal is to help you pull together and develop, write, market, and sell remarkable books. And we want you to be able to do quality books that inspire people and give them hope and encouragement and inspiration. Uh, before I begin, let me remind you that you can email your questions or topic suggestions to me at info at waynehastings.com. I must tell you that I enjoy reading those emails and answering your questions, so please feel free, info at waynehastings.com. Today we're going to talk about what nonfiction authors can learn from fiction authors. You know, those of us who write nonfiction have the opportunity to, to learn essential writing practices from our friends who write novels. I, I enjoy reading novels, especially since most of my days are spent reading nonfiction and writing nonfiction. Good quality novels, though, give me not only an entertainment break, but also give me uh, some critical lessons in my writing. And I'd like to go over three of those with you today. The first one is character development. Now, I know that sounds funny. Uh, authors who write novels uh, work extremely hard to create characters that are vivid in the reader's imagination. Characters are to the fiction writer what nails are to the carpenter or strings are to a guitar player. Fiction authors' characters are the core of their work and the core of their story. So how does that affect nonfiction writers? You know, we tell our stories in our nonfiction books from our perspective. Let's call him or her the narrator. Uh, the person is our main character, and, and we must write in such a way that makes this character memorable and approachable and probably even vulnerable in many cases. It's vital that our narrator has a consistent voice. Are you teaching? Are you encouraging? Are you convincing? Are you inspiring? The reader needs to develop a relationship with our narrator the same way they develop a relationship with protagonists in an excellent novel. They need to be able to know this person, like this person, want to follow this person, which means they're going to want to turn the pages of our book. So, Character development, developing that narrator voice is extremely important and we can learn a lot from our friends who write novels. This, the second point that, that, that novel writers do uh, is agreement of place. Uh, authors who write novels work hard to describe in detail the physical locations of their characters. They put readers directly into the scene. They help the reader always know uh, what room they're in, what the room looks like, what the room smells like all the features of the landscaping, they, they really set the scene and put you right in the scene. So, how, what does that teach us that, that write nonfiction? Well, we need to always let our readers know where they are in our writing. But basically, we shouldn't meander or stray down endless rabbit trails where the reader can become lost, bored, and eventually stop reading. A, a friend of mine just quit reading a book from a nationally recognized author, author because he could not keep track of where the author was going. Nothing made sense to my friend as this author leaped around the topic. My friend was lost because the author could not bring him back to the point of the chapter. Um, losing agreement of place is like rowing a boat without oars. The second thing we can learn is just that matter of detail. Sometimes we're so excited about getting our lesson or our message out that we forget some of the details that it takes for the reader to catch up to us. 
we know where we're going, but the reader doesn't know where we're going. And, and that's extremely important, especially when we get to point three, which is unity of time. Uh, many fiction writers always make us aware of the time in their story. They keep us informed of time frames and times changing and time frames. Their readers are never lost in time. Uh, much like the agreement of place, this unity of time keeps the story flowing. And the reader knows from a timeline perspective where they are, how much time has elapsed, and, and you get a sense of time so that you're not lost in that story. So what does it mean to us, the people that write nonfiction? Well, if you're writing in categories like biography or history or other time-sensitive genres, this point should be obvious. You need to let us know where the t what time you're talking about. But what about other kinds of nonfiction books? What, is, what does this have to do with books like Seven Steps to Living a Better Life on the Planet? It has plenty to do with it. it it's very similar to the point about physical description above. We, we just don't want our leaders lost. We, we want them to know time expectations. And what I mean by that is, for example, if you're writing a how-to type book, uh, if you're writing a diet book, help the reader understand the time frames of losing weight don't want the reader think that they're going to shed uh, 20 pounds tomorrow. Give them some, give them some guidelines of where they are in time. Uh, if you're writing a DIY book, some do-it-yourself sort of book, it needs to help the reader understand how long it's going to take them to build the project or remodel the bathroom or, or whatever. We need to give them a sense of place, details, and know where they are within the story, cut our rabbit trails, but at the same time we need, we need to give them a sense of time. And that sense of time it might even mean that we make a timeline before we write our book so we know what timing we have in our book. You know, we can learn so much from our friends in the fiction category. They know how to tell a story effectively. They know how to engage the reader with compelling characters so we can't wait to turn pages. They help us understand where we are in the time frame and in which story, how the story is unfolding. And those of us who write nonfiction can do exactly the same. If we just pay attention, think of our reader, think about engaging our reader, which we've spent a lot of time in other podcasts talking about, we can do it. We can be just as well-written as the best novel you've ever read. So thank you for listening today. And if you have any questions about today's podcast, again, email me at info at waynehastings.com. It's my hope that these podcasts help you be a successful author. And uh, we hope that you, will, you enjoyed today's podcast. If you want more information, you can always visit my website, waynehastings.com, where we have some free downloads and some other things that are available. And, and don't forget uh, my book, Seven Mistakes Writers Make and How to Overcome Them. It's available on Kindle uh, at Amazon. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. You've just finished listening to another great episode of Off the Shelf with Wayne Hastings. If you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We'd also be grateful for a review. If you'd like to suggest a topic, email info at waynehastings.com. Thanks for listening to Off the Shelf with Wayne Hastings.